0: Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast, as the Avs kind of dominate the Kings in every facet of the game. They win 5-1 for the DNVR Takeover. We got Eric, we got Rudo coming to you live post-takeover. E, first of all, takeaways, right from the in-arena experience of this Avs game. What was the vibe? The vibe was great. It was fun. Score five goals, you give
1: up one, you can't be mad about no, that, you know? No. Tarps were off for a bit for for Rudo. Just which a minute was nice. or two.
0: It wasn't too long. There's three
1: kids that were sick. They were throwing <laughs> up. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: No, that's about right. Yeah. No, no, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> uh, no, it was fun. It was awesome. And then, uh, hey, like we talked about, it's uh, going on the on the break with the two wins. They needed those two wins at home, and they sure did it. So it was awesome. It was fun atmosphere in there.
0: It, look, obviously there's games still to be played for some teams. There's games in hand for Winnipeg, but. <laughs> Right now, at this second, the Avs put themselves at the top of the Central Division. So, what's not to be upset with? You always say you can only play your schedule, right? You know what I mean. Yep. So,
1: at the end of the day, it's a, all equal out at the end of the year. Everyone's going to play eighty-two, <laughs> and then if you win more than the other guys, then you'll be on top. So that's, you got to work, deep, buddy. That's deep. <laughs> that is a
0: deep thought. And
1: then, <laughs> but that's how it is. Honestly, you take care of your own business, and then. You worry about your business, and I think the Avs needed to worry about those two games at home.
0: They did it. Now they can get a little break. I'd love to hear about it. Let's get the 60-second rundown out of the way, though. Uh, Is Logan O'Connor really good at hockey? Answer, yes. He scores two goals in the first period, the first two of the game, to get the Avs going the right way. McKinnon adds a third, and... Let's face it, this game was basically over at the end of period one. Uh, the Kings not in a great place right now. Nope. I actually thought the Avs didn't play very well in the second period, but they split it 1-1, they're up 4-1, and then they put them away with an early power play goal 5-1 in the third period. Uh, you end up with a multi-point night for Nathan McKinnon, who extends his scoring streak at home to 25 games. I already mentioned the Logan O'Connor goals. You also get Kyle McCarr involved in there. Josh Manson rips one home, too. The Avs are kind of finding a level that we have been waiting for them to find, and I know they just had an eight and one stretch and whatever, but there was a lot of come back this, and I'm I'm just tangenting out of the sixty second rundown at this point, but <laughs> <laughs> they during that eight and one stretch it was a lot of go down one, go down two, fight back, find ways to win yeah. hockey games, which is great, but we've seen these last couple they've gone out there and they've just been the better hockey team and they got saves when they
1: needed to remember like and it makes a big difference like you're not giving up a lot but i don't care if high danger low danger whatever goalie makes a save and and it makes a big difference look at talbot tonight he doesn't make a save in the first period it was ugly right you know what i mean but three go in the game's out of reach you know what i mean they don't have the firepower like the abs to come back, and and that's what you were just alluding to about the abs is. So lately, it's been three, and they you don't know, make comebacks and four-goal comeback, three-goal <laughs> comeback, whatever it is, crazy. But when you're getting saves, you don't need to do that. And uh, was he, was he outstanding tonight? No, but he was good. He was good. Like yeah. he, he was, he did what he had to do. He was really good, but it doesn't mean that he had 50 shots against. It, you know what I mean? So. He's just asked to be good and, well, and better than the guy across from him. And that's what's happened in the last few games. He's been better than the guy across from him tonight. I mean, listen, there's a reason why the Kings are in a big spiral right now. <laughs> like, it starts with goaltending. Goaltending was the numbers were there in the first 20 games, they're just
0: not there right now. Well, and. and- Let's be real. When you looked at the Kings roster at the start of the season, you knew the goaltending could be an issue. And it is. Did we think it was going to be this bad? Probably not. But the other side of this, and to go back to Georgiev on it, the reality of playing goaltender behind the Colorado Avalanche is there's going to be a lot of nights where you face under 30 shots where you don't have the heaviest workload. We talk about it all the time. Yeah, because they have the puck. The yep. Avs have the
1: freaking best players in the world: McKinnon, Rantanen, Makar. Those are guys that I mean. Sammy G has the puck more than people think. Yeah, you know, he's because he's got speed. He he finds his way. So so the Avs are always in. By the way, pe- played great tonight. Saved the yeah. goal. Yeah, he was <laughs> awesome. You know, but it's it's puck possession. So if you have puck possession, <laughs> then you know it's hard to make a save. You know, I mean, unless True. you really throw in the game and you know, like you got. Whatever it is, like it's not a good thing when you're trying to score in your own net, right? So you got some deeper issues. So you know he can't make the saves that are not thrown at him. Yep. You know what I mean? Exactly. But you're right. It's on an average night, I would say, a Colorado Avalanche game, you're going to give up about 25 shots, and you'll get what you know, maybe 10 high danger chance, whatever. Then you know, save eight or nine of them, you'll you'll and, see what you got tonight.
0: And he was. Honestly, spectacular against the high danger. That's that. it. He that's all I'm saying. Multiple times bailed out guys. Oh, that's right. Uh, Miles Wood in the third period or second period, the 3 1 game. Easily could have been 3 2, and all of a sudden you're back in one, and he stuffs a breakaway. Yeah. And the Avs keep rolling on with their life. That's all you need to do. So that's all we always say. He doesn't need to be great,
1: outstanding. He just needs to be good. Yep. And when he does that, it makes him great. Yep. Right. You exactly. Know? So I think that's how he gets to be good to great. Uh, it is by being in the zone and those chances, and then especially when the game's tight. Like we always talk about, it's easy to make a save when you're up 4-1. It's a different save at 1-1. You know what I mean? So, oh, way like Talbot didn't make that save tonight. Yeah. Like he couldn't do him. So and yeah. then Riddich comes in. Riddich wasn't know, any better. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, big save. Dave was was average as well. So, yeah, I mean it is. It starts with goaltending, and that's why you're seeing. When Georgiev is on his game, then the Abs are tough to beat. Avs are tough to beat. And then, you know, look at the LA Kings at the start of the year. Remember the first game of the year? What a hockey game that was. It was the 4-3 Abs, or whatever the first game of the year. It was awesome. Yep. And then, obviously, they kicked the living shit out of the Abs <laughs> when the Avs were tired that one yeah, game. Yeah, that 4-1 the game back? was rough. But. And, and now look at it since, and it's like there's nothing. It's a fragile team. It's... It's an here-we-go again. You know what I mean? Like, you know, once the puck goes in tonight, that's exactly what happened. You could see they were deflated. They're like, oh. You know what I mean? Like, when well, you're fragile, you can't have that first goal going.
0: I wanted, I wanted to ask you about this because you've been yeah. there before. You, you were yeah. talking to me about it during the game, specifically about PLD. But the Kings as a whole, you're down 3-0 in the game. It gets to 3-1. You're, you're asking somebody on that team to step up and do something.
1: Well— Again, I always say I'm not for violence, and I'm not. That's right. I'm just being honest. But you, there's a way to change. We use Yanni Gord all the time, right? You know what I mean? Like he—he's out there. He's trying to change the momentum of a game by, you know, just being a presence, being impactful. By all of a sudden, the team's chasing you, and they're like, "Oh my God, they're losing their shit, their mind." And next thing you know, there's a penalty. There's—there's there's something. You get a power play goal that changes the game. You know the the the. Complexity of a game tonight is three nothing. I'm gonna use Pierre Luc Dubois. Okay, it's three nothing. You're trying to find your identity with a new team that gave you a boatload of money. Uh, you asked for that change. This is your what your third time now asking for a change or whatever it is. You have a back and forth in the papers the last couple of days with your head coach. You know which I've always thought that.
0: Never a great look. I don't think it's a good look. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know how you want to take about it. But here's your chance right now. You're down 3 nothing. Do something. Make yourself impactful. I don't know how. It's easy to fall into a goalie. It's easy to. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they create stuff. And, you know, instead he gets bumped by Nate McKinnon. <laughs> Falls on his butt. Yep. This is the leading scorer in the NHL. <laughs> And he's looking at him, like, almost flexing, Nate. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Kind of <laughs> like that one time a few weeks ago. Yeah. you know? And then Nate got a penalty there. But he just gets up and walks away. And I'm like, huh? There's a reason. There's no You're, vinegar there. There yeah. is no piss and vinegar on that team right now. There is nothing. Drew Doughty called him out. Like... Last game. And they
0: go out and get
1: blown out the F out tonight. Like, <laughs> you give that. Yeah. That's your response. I'm the LA Kings. I'm a little worried. You know, and Blakey's a good friend of mine, and I, and I feel bad for him because right now it's like, I really thought tonight, and I told you that. Yeah. I said, they're going to give it their it, best. They, it's going to be saying a You're saying you're going to keep game. it tight. This is going to be tight. This is going to be a hard-fought game for the Avs, and, and hopefully the mm. Avs can, can come out on top. But it's this is not
0: a gimme tonight. Jeez, that was a gimme, what, buddy. Look, you looked at this from a team that you expected to be ready for the moment. Yes, and the LA Kings went out there and they looked terrified. They were scared of making mistakes, and the Avs ran them over. I mean, they were playing on the
1: brakes the whole night. You know, what I mean, they were on their heels there, like, and all five guys were skiing backwards. And I'm like, what the hell, man? This is the first period. Like, what's going on here? Yeah. And then you give up that first goal. Not a great one. Yeah, you know, he didn't I'm, love it. Which one was it? But, oh, LLC, the the LOC one?
0: one, the first LOC one, yeah, but right I mean, corner.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm you You got to make a save, you know what I mean? And I'm not taking anything away from LOC, and I'm saying in the situation the Kings are in, your goalie has to come up with
0: a save hey, there. We say the exact same thing mm-hmm. about giorgiev all the time. You, you give up three goals like on a week 11, 11 yep. shots in Let's the first just, period, I'm you got to stop one. you got to stop at least one of those.
1: You know? Yep. So all of a sudden, like, the Kings are on their heels and it's like a game hasn't started and you're like, I mean, sorry, it's five minutes into the game and you're like, wow, this is going to be a long night. And then all of a sudden, remember, they went in and I, I was shocked looking at you. I was like, it's not what I expected, but when you're fragile, that team is fragile right now. I don't think they know where to go. I don't think they know what to do. I'm not saying coaching-wise. I'm saying they don't know where to go with their,
0: their roster or how they, do we get out of this spiral? They just... they. Th- I know this team has guys like Dowdy and Kopitar and, and dudes who have been there yeah. before, but honestly, they look like a team that's a deer in the headlights right now. That They don't know what to do. like They've never been here before. Oh, it's scary. It's scary. And then
1: that's, that's what we talk about with the Avs all, all year long. Remember, when we do those 10-game segments. Yep. 73, 73. And then they had that dip, but it was 4-4-2. Four, four, and two. Yep. And if you can keep it like that, and I think it's a record now, like, Thirty months or whatever that they haven't yeah, had to lose five hundred, something yeah. like that. Which, by know? the way,
0: they're seven and two on this last nine game stretch. <laughs> this is nuts. Yeah, right. So the worst they can do is seven and three. Yeah, that's
1: just their best game, ten game segment of the season again. <laughs> um, but but the LA Kings found that everything was rosy until it wasn't, <laughs> and now like you're you're looking at like what two wins in the last fourteen or something like that. I mean, it's that's, bad. It's bad. I mean, that is. That is not like the San Jose Sharks, where they're in a tough rebuild. And you know what I mean? This is a team that we're going to go for this year. And it's like, look at where the Edmonton Oilers were 15 games ago. And look where the Kings are. I mean, it's almost like flipped outside down. Like, you know what I mean? The two, a tale of two seasons right now by two teams. And, and, and they're battling for the same spot in the division, right? You know? So it's like,
0: wow. Who would have thought? come back to the av yeah side of it. Yep. It's a two-goal night for Logan O'Connor. He has 13 goals, which is already a career high. He's got 24 points in 49 games on the season. His career high is 26. I asked this the other day to AJ. I want to ask you. Is Logan O'Connor going to magically become a 25-goal scorer? Probably not. Yeah. But is this real? Is Logan O'Connor a bona fide third-liner in the NHL now? Here's what I'll
1: say. Like, I love when he scores because he's, he's one of our favorites, right? You know, um, But Logo to Connor, when the Avs are winning, he can go dry for 10 games. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because what he brings that you, you don't see on the score sheet is so valuable, right? His tenacity, his skating, his, his special teams play on the PK. Um, he's becoming a presence in the lineup. Uh, he, a real important role. I hate to, to say third, second, for you know, whatever it is, but I think it's just a magical fit with Colton and Wood. And I, I think, you know, we'll get to Parisi, but you yeah. know, there's a reason why they signed Zach Parisi and part of it for me is to have keep those three together. You know what I mean? And you, and, 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 I, you and, have to. You that's have I, that's to. when. I that's my point, you know. But when you do that, you're weakening like right? You know I, what I mean? When you don't have Val, you know. Obviously Lucky's like back now, which is a big difference, but I think L.O.C., I mean, could he score 25 goals? Absolutely. Could he do it year by year? Probably not. In my book, True. You know, probably not. Uh, that doesn't mean that he doesn't impact the game in a positive way. I don't even look at when he scores or doesn't score. You know exactly how hard it is to score 20 goals in the NHL. Yeah, I'm freaking frank. I was there a few times right there, and then I went dry for 20 a couple times. You know, So it, it does happen. You know, so, But you know, he's just having a wonderful season and couldn't happen to a better guy, so it's awesome.
0: So you're uh, being realistic, because I'm, I'm 100% with you. The Colton yeah. Wood O'Connor line is for, to. together forever. Uh, realistically, down the line, I get right now, you have who you have in your lineup. Yeah. Where does a Zach Parise fit? Is this a guy that ultimately ends up on your fourth line then? Or are you trying to play him up in the lineup? Uh, let's look at this for a second. Because you have... Whatever line you want to call it, the Colton Wood O'Connor line. Right now, you have Lekkanen, Ryan Johansson, and Andrew Cogliano. And then you have kind of the leftovers of Olofsson, Kiviranta, and McDermott. Well... We're
1: talking, like, four weeks from now, maybe it's a different line. For sure. Right? right? You know what I mean? Like, Guys come back in the lineup, whatever. Or, you know, trade deadline. But, you know. But right, right now. Day one after
0: the All-Star break, where is Parise? I mean, if you look at it,
1: I'm just looking at Daily Face off there. Um, I'm a visual, you know what I mean? So, uh, I think you and I agree and I think we all agree Adrian everybody like 28, 20, 25 has to stick together. Yep. It just has to. Yep. I mean look at that goal tonight when he just one pokes it away one grabs it one grabs it, the other guy the other guy puts it up. Is that the first goal or the second? Is it the first goal or the second goal? I, I don't remember. I think second goal was, was it the second was the one goal? Yeah. where
0: they all got points. Yeah. Cause.
1: Um, and then you're looking at you know Cogley. I mean if you're asking me today I probably put him with Lekkenen and Johansson. drop Cogliano down. Yeah, that that's what I do, and then you know, let's say you know Cogliano, Olofsson, and Kiviranta. Whatever. I yeah. mean, you you pick your poison, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's where he fits for now, uh, and then you know, hopefully Val, everything goes well and of comes course, back, right? You know, so then you're looking at. Uh, then you know maybe he's the one that gets bumped to the fourth line,
0: right? You know? And let's I don't want to get too far ahead of it because know. the reality of that is eventually the Evs are gonna trade for a center and then you're gonna have yeah, a conversation so, about yeah. what line is what. Uh but in the meantime, I actually think my bets did pretty well today. What uh, were your bets again? My bets were a McKinnon anytime goal, which hit. Got it. My bets were the over which pushed, so I at least got my money back yeah. on that. And my bet was the abs to cover, which they did in spades. So I like it. Yeah. Did pretty that. well. Make sure you're getting your bets in with Bet365 and sign up today on the DNVR365 code. When you sign up with the code, you put in $10, you bet five on any NHL game, you'll get $150 in bonus bets. And be sure to take a screenshot of your account with $10 in it. Send it over to promo at thednvr.com. We'll send you a coupon code for a free DNVR shirt. So if you want the uh 8-Bit McKinnon. You can grab that right now. Of course, a ton of other shirts available. We have a Logan O'Connor shirt if you want to ride that hype train right now. Nugget shirts, Broncos shirts too. Doesn't have to be an AB shirt. Go check it out. Make sure you get signed up with Bet365 with that DNBR 365 code. Of course, you must be 21 or older physically located in Colorado and if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER today and then when you win a bunch of money. Actually, I don't What do you think Eric? Was the ice good tonight or bad tonight? The ice? Yeah. Well, you told me at the start, you're like, oh, it looks a little like in, biffy. In the first three minutes, you saw three guys yeah. just fall over. Sam Girard gave up a breakaway because he just ate it tonight. It was a bit know. tough. Then I didn't realize it after. I mean, I didn't yeah, notice I, it. I, I didn't agree. know it. Yeah, it yeah, felt like yeah, it was fine yeah.
1: after, but. Might have been something from this. I
0: don't know. Not sure. It was fine after. Make sure yours is fine to start with. Get yourself Empire today to get (laughs) your floors done at your house. Yes. Uh, It's super easy to use. You can shop at home. They have a whole projection system where you can get floors, like, laid in on your floor because you can send in your measurements. It's super cool to use if you haven't checked it out yet. So do that. They also have professional installers. They make sure everything is perfect for you when it comes to shopping your floors. And you don't even have to leave your home to do it. So go check it out. Uh... Look, their floors are just awesome. I don't know. I'm I'm a carpet person, which I know most people are hardwood people. But whether you want carpet or hardwood, they have the best stuff out there. So go get with Empire Today, today even. Uh, you can schedule a free in-home estimate and get $350 off. When you use the promo code DNVR, there are restrictions that apply. See com slash DNVR for details and get yourself with uh, the Empire Today folks second period of the dnvr avalanche podcast kitten back into this game eric i said something that is probably blasphemous in my last review and i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you that i was born in 1991 yes this last 35 games or so from nathan mckinnon yes is the best hockey i've ever watched anyone play in real time Hard to argue, I mean. Uh, Right? I I mean, the number's there. I was born after Wayne Gretzky's prime. I I know, I know. So I can't say that I got to watch that in real time. Hard to argue.
1: Um, For me, it's very similar, having lived it, you know, the Joe and Peter years, you know what I mean? Like night in and night out, it would catch fire. I mean, if you go back to, gosh, maybe... 2003 or uh the maybe Forsberg Peter's Forsberg, like yeah. wow I mean uh the first 30 he was dry he had nothing and in the last 50 he was an absolute tear like yeah. that right Joe was always more like consistent every you know what, yep. what I mean like yep. you know he didn't really go on tears like that but he was always consistent um I mean it's pretty the numbers are are there I mean to you can't really argue with them uh, but he's so electrifying, right? He's, so, he's got that power. Like, today he grabbed that puck, and you're like, whoa, yep. in the stands. You can see people are getting out of their seats, and he's so powerful. He's so in shape right now. He's so in tune with his game, and, and he's feeling it right now. You go 25 games. I mean, what is it? Like, he's got a point in, like, 31 games out of 32
0: yep. or something like that. It's you know, 13 give and take. straight or whatever it is, yeah.
1: It's crazy. Like, it's, the, the consistency is so phenomenal. Uh, and it's a tough league. It's the National Hockey League, the best league in the world. And it's like, it's not a beer league. It's not a wreck beer league like this. <laughs> Those he dudes makes, are pretty good at
0: defending. Yeah, yeah <laughs>
1: but he makes it look easy. You know what I mean? That's the scary part. And he's scoring, and it's like, oh, yeah, I scored. You know, like, it's yeah. not even like. Casual stuff you know, for him. You know, yeah. when he used to score, like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is like, man, yeah, he's just like, yeah, whatever. Am right, Laughing. He cracked a smile the other day when he got yeah. the hat trick. Yep or the fourth, whatever it was, but yeah, it's just, you're right, it's a stretch of games that is I think it gives you the heart or whatever it is, like at the end of the year and I know people are saying Kucherov and everything no. Hey, listen, it's I don't Max. I don't think it's I'm not going to say I don't think it's close, I mean obviously they're neck and neck in scoring they're, but I just think that this is his year right now, mm. I agree with you, and then uh, it's it's special to watch. It's fun to watch right now, and it's it's entertaining. I think even the guys on the bench feel it's entertaining. They're just like, like all right, you know what I mean? Like wow, this guy's on fire. And then you got O'Connor now. That's got like a two goal game, a three goal game, a two goal game. It's kind of crazy, you know what I mean? Which it rubs off on on other people. Yeah, everybody which is nice. gets yeah. going. Yeah, it's pretty special.
0: It's. It's nice because I don't get to watch the abs in person that often. Yeah. We get to go to a takeover tonight and multiple people on the takeover came up to me after the game and are like, I cannot believe how fast Nathan McKinnon is in person. It's crazy. It's, it's actually like it breaks people's minds how fast that he just he gets the puck and he's gone.
1: It's, it, it's he picks it up in his own end, whether, you know, even on a I mean you know. Not even on a power play entries. Like, you know, those entries with the slingshot and, you know, the double drop pass. Me, it's more like a five-on-five when he grabs it and there's no room out there. But everyone backs off. They're so scared. And he's got those first two to three steps that are absolutely powerful, scary for a defender or a winger because you're caught off, you know, flat-footed and you're like, oh, God. And then you're right, live and in person in the arena, you see that. It's like a... Uh, It's like a rocket getting shot out of a can, whatever it is. It's nuts. And I don't understand how you can be that much faster in an environment when it's the best in the world at that profession. Yep. It's pretty scary to differentiate yourself that much from the other guys with that stride. Like, what is it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's got to be a supernatural (laughs) <laughs> it has to be supernatural talent. It has to be something nobody else has for sure. I think and, it's just a talent, though. Know, that
0: well, and, and the thing is, it's it's not just McKinnon. You were talking yeah. to me during the game where you watch Kale McCarr walk on Kopitar, Ooh. and you're not you're not just oh wow, Kale McCarr is so good. You're like that's, that's Anze uh, that's Kopitar, Zekopitar. man. He's one
1: Selkies. This is one Selkie's. You can't fool a guy like that. A, he's a he's a he's a wise veteran <laughs> player. Knows what he's doing. He just went at Kale and. And Kale just made him look like, like a beer leaguer. <laughs> and, and, no, and I love Kopitar. That's why I'm not friggin', insulting him. I'm saying that's how good Kale is. And it was a routine play, just a little shimmy in his own end, a little shake of the shoulders, shake of the neck. Next thing you know, like Kopitar's like, oh, God, he's almost running into the boards. And, and Kale just walks right out of there, makes the play. It's like, what? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> If you're watching at home, you're like, oh, i got to rewind that. What was that? <laughs> like, that was unreal. It's not even a goal. It's not no, even an assist. It's, it's, it's just, in his own
0: zone, yeah. And that's
1: why the abs, that's why the Avs have the puck. Yep. Kale, give and take, plays 25, 30 minutes. And it's 25, 30 minutes. Usually, he's human. So sometimes you have you know, little sequences of a game or two where you're just not into it. But 25, 30 minutes where they actually control the game, control the puck. The puck is on their stick, and they have creativity with their players, and they have speed. So that's why the Avs have the puck usually more than the opposition,
0: and that's what makes them special. Uh, and if if you're breaking down tonight's game, the reason the Avs dominated the puck is because they were aggressive. I, I just go back
1: to that. Whatever we're gonna find a nickname for that line, the Colton and O'Connor.
0: Yeah, we we try. We were trying the Toy Story line. Yeah, there you go. Because Perfect. Colton's Buzz Lightyear. Wood is Woody. We, we're still working on LOC. We haven't oh, come to, 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 to a figure conclusion out, right, on that We're one, getting but, there. <laughs> but look at that goal there. And, and we go back to, we just
1: played Philly, right, a few games ago. And Torts always said that. I remember I played for Torts. And it's like, you know, you give a, a good player, the National Hockey League player, time, he becomes a great player. And then you give a great player time, then he becomes an elite player. Well, but if you don't give them time and space and you get on top of them, people are human. They don't have time to make a play. Their brain doesn't react quick enough. And look at that goal. Colton, I do believe, just pokes it to Woody, right? Yep. you know? Yep. Uh, so Buzz Lightyear pokes it to Woody. D is scrambling. <laughs> Woody just throws it right to O'Connor. It's perfect. Back he's to a Slinky righty, Dog or whoever. <laughs> or whatever his name is. And then he scores the goal. That yep. that is exactly what Torts was talking about. It's exactly what why that line is so effective. They get on top of you because all three can skate. You know what I mean? Obviously two that are Except- I, I, I'll I put Logan as an exceptional skater because he is. Oh, yeah. He can fly. Uh, obviously, Woody is an exceptional skater. And Colton, I wouldn't say he's exceptional, but but he he's got the up. heart of a yeah. line and he can keep up. And he goes and he's and he's a buzzsaw. You know what I mean? So buzz light year. No <laughs> pun intended. But you know what I'm saying. There we go. But when you pressure teams like that and then, I don't even remember who the D was, but next thing you know, the puck's in your net. And that's a, that's a huge goal in the game. The what? Avs have that, you know, that in their repertoire there of, of of stuff. They didn't have that last year, and that's, that exa- exactly tonight. That's a playoff goal. Oh, that's for, a sure. Playoff for sure, playoff goal right there.
0: Well, and then you just compare it to the other side where the Kings are sitting back. Their forecheck pressure is virtually non-existent tonight. It it felt like two de- two teams on two different planets. Really. Well, it
1: was more like ah, you know, it's Kilmacar. Mm, I'm not going to forecheck him. <laughs> Because they'll, I'm you'll look, torch me if gonna, I do that. I'm going to yeah. get torched. And, and then I'll go just go, torch you anyway. Yeah, then it's like, or like AJ says, I'm going to get bodied, you know. but <laughs> No, but it's like, oh, I'll just turn around and start skating backwards. Right there, you're done. Right there, you're toasted. Yep. Right there, you are ineffective. Right there, you are giving the abs <laughs> a silver platter, which, and I'm not saying they didn't deserve to win. I just feel that the Kings gave them a silver platter to go win. And... Like you say, you can always play only play the game on the schedule. Yep. Well, if a team gives you a silver platter, you say thank you, and you go feast on it, right? You're not going to say no, yeah. so you just go and do it. So, mm-hmm. Avs played great. Avs played awesome. But the LA Kings did not put up a big fight. Yep. They
0: Did the Avs get Todd McClellan fired tonight?
1: Shit, I hope not. I mean, I <laughs> I, I, I never want to see guys like, you know, Lose jobs and stuff, but but at some point right now you have to be like, what is going on when you can do nothing r- wrong for 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 majority of the season and then all of a sudden you, you, you can do nothing right, and and you, and, and you go around and then and, I, and this is why I go back. I'm not here to pick on Dubois, but you got to scratch your head tonight. I'm watching that game and I'm like, um, oh, what do we have here? You know, we have this guy for. What is it? Seven-year deal that he signed. I don't remember. It, like, is it it's seven, seven or eight? eight I forget. Know. Yeah, and an eight-year you know, eight deal. And I'm like, where's this going? Like, you know, because it doesn't look there's a big level of interest uh, to to do whatever is asked of him, and and it's like, eh, there was a shift there. Almost looked like that Columbus shift. Yeah. Right, from a or few years ago. he was done, yeah. Ooh, I, There was a shift there. He had a turnover. He started skating backwards. And I was like, oh, he got beaten. And I was like, eee. And it, it was ugly. It's, and it was almost at that level from Columbus a few years ago. But
0: it's it's every step of the way, right? Because look at, take Raijo for an example in yep. Colorado, where I think at times we get frustrated with his level of play. But even for someone like him, at least you know after the whistle goes, he'll get in there he'll he'll get feisty he'll put a glove in somebody's face Absolutely. he'll he'll do something and P l d is a whole scrum breaks out, and he turns around and skates right to the bench He's still, everybody's getting Tapped in the
1: face, yep. and you know, like face washed, and next to, and he's just gone. And I'm like, oh my god! Like, you got to be involved in the game a little bit. Again, it's not about violence, and I—it's a stupid line I use all the time. But, but, it, but you got to be engaged in in the game. Yep. You're not. We just talked about chess, right? You know, you're not playing chess. Yep. It's a it's a, it's it's rugby. It's football. It's a contact it's sport. It's right. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, you gotta go jump a guy. You gotta <laughs> bump. You gotta bump into people. You gotta. <laughs> I'm not saying you got to fight it's not what I'm saying like but like it's like can you imagine playing football and you, you don't run into anyone like you're not winning the game, yep, so hockey's the same way you you gotta get hit you gotta you gotta give a hit, you gotta get emotionally involved in the game uh you know look at a guy like well look at a guy like that line again, and we'll find a real name for them, but um they're emotionally involved in the game. They, wh- whether they score goals or not, that's always a bonus. Why? Well, yeah, it's, it's almost an insult saying that. But you know, you always say, oh, your fourth line, it's a bonus if they score. You know, I always find a little bit sometimes that's an insult because it's like everybody's good in national hockey. They, you just have a level of ice time that's a little lower, than, and it's not easy. But, um, but if you're emotionally involved in the game and, and you care about one another, you will get hit. You will give hits. And, and, and I felt tonight at times that it was a Sunday, you know. Out there for an easy skate. Yeah. Pond hockey game, a little tournament,
0: like almost flag football. You know what I mean? Like, and it was like, okay, we'll get. We'll we'll on one hand, you know, I think you saw a little bit out of that. Someone like Miko Ranton tonight felt like he was cruising around a little <laughs> bit. But the Avs haven't lost 12 of their last 14. There's a whole lot less urgency there. And I, we were talking,
1: no, it wasn't you this morning, I was at the rink, and I'm like, like, what is it that I'm interested to see? Because I haven't watched their game like today, you know what I mean? And then you're like, how do you lose 12 out of 14 when you're very good? And all the pundits, us included this summer. I mean, I had them yeah. at the top of their yeah. division, and, and we looked like geniuses after 20 games. He was like, oh, yeah. Now we don't look so hot. But yeah, <laughs> now we don't look so hot. But it's like, how do you lose 12 out of 14? Things really have to spiral downwards. I think you and I saw it from the, from the seats tonight. This is how you lose 12 out of 14. There is no heartbeat. There is no heart rate. There is no purpose. There is no... Uh, Tenacity, being combative, or whatever that's the word. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just being involved in the game. Like, you know what I mean? it's. Yep. So, if you're Tom McClellan, Rob Blake, and those guys, you got to shake your head a little bit and go, ooh, you know what I mean? Like, and I listened to NHL Network on the radio this afternoon. I was driving, home. you know, this morning after morning skate. And I think Jimmy Fox, uh, the longtime analyst for, Uh, for for the Kings was on and I think with Boomer or, or, you know, whoever, I don't remember who he was on but, and then Jimmy was talking about, he's trying to be positive and he's like, well, you know the Kings usually play good against you know, the Avs and this is a good remedy tonight and, you know, like this is probably what they need and and I, I, I feel the, you know, they're gonna come out swinging, they'll be fine and and, you know, obviously he hung up and he's like, thanks for calling and see you later and then whoever it was, Boomer or Uh, You know, the the person running the show goes, "Uh, yeah, yeah. No, actually, it was Dave Reed, former abs. He's like, 2001 ab Dave Reed. He goes, yeah, I like Jimmy, and Jimmy's a nice guy, but yeah, (laughs) Yeah. no. They're going to run into a buzzsaw tonight. (laughs) It's not going to go well. This is not what the LA Kings need tonight. (laughs) (laughs) And and Reader was bang on. Because I was like, I was buying a little bit of Foxy's thing. Remember, I told you, yeah. oh, it's going to be a tight game. And then you asked me after three and nothing, you're like, you think it's going to be tight still? <laughs> so I was like, yeah, no.
0: You know, Yeah, it's out of hand already. Yeah. I, I had that over. So I was, uh, yeah, that was, I was good. feeling a certain way. Chat, you got us over to 100 likes. Thank you very much. We got our Dr. <laughs> Dove's winners' shots right here. Our little vitamin W cheers. We appreciate y'all. Uh, and everyone who came out to the takeover as well. Thank you very much if you're watching this that back. It was a fun night. It was fun. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I do want to talk about the one blemish of the game for the Avs, but Tiff, could you could you grab that jersey for me? Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, while Tiff is grabbing that, the Abs do give up the one power play goal. They took a number of penalties tonight. I think it was not the best reffing of all time, but Eric, I'm sure you played a number of games with some less than great reffing. Do you got to work through that, or is that a valid excuse? Well,
1: was it the? uh I mean, we were again, we were in the, live in the arena, right? So I mean, we didn't have the the best replays, but go go to Dermy's. Was it a second penalty? Yeah, or it's just not a penalty. It's I, just not. It didn't look like a penalty to me, but I I, I think those are five one calls. You sure, know what I mean and. And you don't want things to get out of hand. And and those are reputation calls, too, for, for, let's say, Dermy on that one. It's like, oh, okay, you don't want him to be stupid. And, oh, here's a penalty. And, you know, so, I mean, yeah. I mean, as a referee, the, the one thing you need to do is to keep the players safe. Right? You know what I mean? And that's your job. Yeah, That's sure. your job. You don't want, because tempers flare, it is a contact sport. Even though there was not a lot of flaring tonight, you know what I mean? It was a... It was a very friendly game, um, but, uh, you know, I do believe those were a couple calls. Those are reputation calls a little bit at the end, and it's a 5-1 call. I hate that sometimes because you never know. What if those two, you know, they score two goals next thing you know. You're one shot away from pulling your goalie, you know what I mean? It just changes the complexity of a game, so not always my favorite when you make those. Can you
0: explain the four-minute High sticks that were. Good. I didn't see any blood on Devontae's face. I went the Avs' way this time. But. It
1: went yeah, the Avs' way. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, because the last few it we went against yeah. the Avs. Yeah. but I don't even remember on the jumbotron there because uh, again we were sitting You're in the stands,
0: so I didn't. You know, I didn't have a chance to I'm, look at it. But just a weird thing. Yep. All right, chat. Shit. Eric tried to make his daughter wear this to the game tonight. Which is ridiculous. But, I mean, look at the back, though. Pretty cool. Pretty cool on the back
1: right there. That's a real jersey. It's game worn. Game worn,
0: man. Back, pretty cool. That logo on the front. I don't know about that one. My daughter was like, yeah, no. (laughs) All right.
1: (laughs) That's fine. We'll take it. No, those were the fun. You got to remember, though. Kings back then were freaking purple and yellow. and uh, Yeah. And in the, the late 80s, it was... Uh, you had those
0: Burger King jerseys. Oh, <laughs>
1: bad. And then by the late 80s, when Gretz got there, yeah. it changed the those this jerseys. This is what I grew up with. Yeah, this Kings is what it do. is. And yeah. then, uh, what's that? That group, too. Uh, the rap group or whatever. They were always... God, God. What's his name? Uh, no idea. Ice Cube or whatever. Sure. Ice Cube. NWA? Yeah, they were always wearing the LA Kings hats, you know, from those colors and sure. stuff. Sure. Like, because they was such a big change, and they was like, they sold a boatload of jerseys back when they changed their colors. And yeah, yeah. Those were cool colors, you know. Now that's a little different. And a little, I mean, it's a little
0: different now, but. A lot more black on yeah, these days, yeah. which, you know, statistically, black jerseys are the most successful jerseys in the NHL. So, yeah. Maybe there's something to that. I don't know. Uh, anyway. Beyond the Jersey talk, we are brought to you by the fantastic folks over at the people that I love to snack with, Circle K. Yes, I. It's actually a problem. We have you. If you've seen on the watch long, we have a whole like cart of Circle K snacks, yeah. and I'm just gonna eat them all. It's that's what's going to happen. I just sat here with a bag <laughs> of chips. Tiff saw me. <laughs> Munching Max on them? told us to our, to behave ourselves and everybody is trying so <laughs> hard. <laughs> it's this, it's going to get raided one of these days and we're just going to be out of snacks. Get yourself to Circle K, though. Get the Inner Circle Rewards app. you got the QR code right on screen there. Or you can go to CircleK.com slash Inner Circle. Make sure you're saving yourself money. Your first five fill-ups with Inner Circle, you get $0.25 off per gallon. It's a great deal on gas. They also have tons of snack deals, especially on weekends, Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays, game day. They got you with snacks. Go grab whatever you want. I've been snacking on the Sour Gummy Worms for my watch-alongs lately. That's an option. I love their uh, salted peanuts. That's an option. Eric's more into the chocolate almonds or whatever they are. If you're a chocolate person, they got you covered there. Yes. So whatever covered. you snack. Chocolate covered. Chocolate covered, yeah. You got you to gotta get the chocolate in yeah. there. Go get your snacks with Circle K. Get Inner Circle at circlek.com slash inner circle today. And then join me with a Breck brew. When you go to takeover game, you got to have a few beers. Enjoy yourself with a Breckenridge Brewery Avalanche Ale. Name fits the team. Why not? Jump in with it. Love it. Uh, go get them. They're all available in all 50 states, so even if you're just watching at home with the fam, you can get it at your local liquor store. Find them online with the Breck Beer Locator, online at breckbrew.com. Was he bleeding on the bench? All right, fair enough. Good call, chat. Four minutes it was. That avs that did nothing with that power play anyway. Yeah, so that's it didn't true. Matter, yeah. But uh, yeah, that second period was... A bit lazy. Nah, lazy is the wrong word. It was it was slow as a period. It's called we're off for ten days. This game is (laughs) already over, and we're. we're I'm going to combo (laughs) tomorrow.
1: (laughs) No whistles, no icing's, please.
0: Uh, Third period of the Colorado, or the DNVR Avalanche podcast, even. Uh, I kind of talked about it earlier, but uh, nice vibes going into the break, right? A couple of easy ones, a couple of ones where Colorado take care of business, uh, winning in a way that I think gives people more confidence, right? When you're looking at this Avs team, do you feel confident? Do you think they have confidence? Do you think there's anyone on that lineup that needs a little bit of a pick-me-up coming out of this All-Star break, or are you happy with where they're at? I think that when your
1: leaders, when your top-end guys are playing at that level, like, you know, we, 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 we complain about Miko sometimes, but, I mean, what's his pace right now? His pace is pretty sick right now, too, you know what I mean? And it's like when your top-end guys are, are going at it the way that they are right now, it just Thank trickles you. down to, we just talked about it. Look at Logan now. He's got five goals in three games. Whatever yep. it is, yep, it trickles down, and and Makar's going, and now Georgiev's finding his game back. You know, to where he needs to be, good, nothing more. Um, so yeah, I mean, going into the break, I think they're they're going like this, which is nice. Now they're adding a veteran in Parisi, right? Yep. You know, Parisi. So I'm. I know he's American, French but it? it's still <laughs> a friend. His dad is Jean Paul Parisi. Doesn't get more French than that. <laughs> um, so, um, and he had the big bucket, the Northlands bucket. His dad, yeah, yep. um, good player. Um, anyway, so so the, the break comes at the right time. Um, you know, again, we, we know there's a couple guys going to the All Star Ring. Very awesome. Um, but I, but I do, I, and I mean it. I need a guy like Miko to hit the freaking beaches, uh, you know, Get a tomorrow. mental reset a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's funny because you got to remember, like, back then, it, m- me, it was 1998, the first time, the first Olympics yep. in Japan. Uh, obviously, I didn't make the Olympic team, you know. So Joe Sackick did, though. Oh, we had a sh- <laughs> nice ton of guys. We had 10 guys. <laughs> I mean, from Kruppi to... The, the, our yeah, the Russian with, guys with the non-Canadian and Old U.S. buddy, we yeah, had about yeah. ten or eleven guys. It was not Lynch
0: went for Latvia, yeah.
1: Uh, Goose and uh, you know Valer with Russia, or whatever they were called back then. And then we had, um, hey, hey, listen, there were we had Americans, Canadians. It was ten or eleven guys. We had no one back here, like because remember the league shut down for it was the first time that there was a league shut down and we were like. What is this? Like in February, you <laughs> just know, three like,
0: weeks off. Yeah. And I
1: remember we're like, oh, I didn't I didn't even know what Cabo was. I had no <laughs> idea. You know what I mean? Then like from the West I'm like, what where's that? You know I didn't know it was right here, right there. It was such an easy flight from Cabo. Denver.
0: Long way from Quebec, huh? Yeah, Because
1: the guys <laughs> in the east they go to the Bahamas. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So I didn't even know what it was. And a bunch of us went to Cabo and you know and it was like we played Philly on an afternoon game. And then we were leaving the next morning. Yeah. Obviously, the guys were going to the Olympics, and then yeah, yeah. us scrubs were. A bunch of us were going Clearly. to Cabo. <laughs> and, then, and we went to Aspen on the way there. But anyway, it was the craziest thing because you take the early flight in the morning, go to Cabo, and then you land in Cabo. And I'm telling you, like, I've Rudo, I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> it's like 10 a.m. in Cabo, and I'm looking around, and this airport is like... Here in Mexico and I didn't know what the hell was going on. And I'm looking to my left, looking to my right, looking behind me, like the whole Western conference was in freaking Cabo Airport. <laughs> the whole league. It was unbelievable. <laughs> like I've never seen anything like that. And I'm like, the hell is this? And I was with like it was like yeller, Stefan Yell at Me. Uh some Friends from town, mm-hmm. like,
0: anyway, it doesn't you matter. See a bunch of your old LA buddies, oh, this buddy, there. you're walking into like a <laughs>
1: restaurant or you know, like a bar at night, whatever, and you see like guys doing karaoke, and like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. it was just like, huh, you know, I mean, it was such a fun time, you know, what I mean, like it was, but we were like, what is this? And yeah. it's funny because the schedule is so tight and everything, anyway. Yep. And I remember coming back and we're like. Well, let's go to Aspen, you know what I mean, like for a you couple days. You still got two you know, weeks we're, left. We're like, and then we came back and we practiced like 10 guys here. It was like not even a head coach. Crawford was gone to <laughs> the Olympics. So we had an assistant coach like Mike Fulingo <laughs> yeah. and John and My brother was skating with us so we could have enough guys to do drills. Like it was <laughs> nuts, man. Like it was a couple of buddies from town were fun. filling in. That's fun. And, oh, it was fun. But it was so, but I, all I remember is like, feeling so rejuvenated like coming with coming the out of off, the, yeah, yeah i swear because it's so unheard of and you're like oh and it's funny what it does <laughs> like you know just to get away from the rain get away from tying your skates get away from the pressure the daily pressure of the national hockey league you know what i mean so it was fun came back now on the flip side of things those guys that were all at the olympics and in japan and the time zones and they came back dead. they yeah. were toasted man
0: like it was amazing oh. it was so crazy the difference you know, almost things. That's you know, I obviously didn't play it anywhere near a level yeah. that you played. But playing baseball growing up and stuff, yeah. you get a week off, and I, you almost don't realize how banged up you are sometimes oh, yeah. <laughs> until you get that week off, and you're like, "Oh man, uh, I feel so much better." Yeah,
1: and and especially like even younger kids, like I tell youth hockey kids all the time, like get away from the rink, yeah. like I, I, honestly. And then they look at you, parents, like, "What do you mean?" And I'm like, "Get away from the rink, like." And I used to have that thing, and we lived in Vegas for a while. And and my oldest, you know, was coaching their team, and they were like twelve years old. And and I got in an argument with parents one time. and It got heated. Yeah. It really did get heated. And 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 my 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 point was, it was like middle of July. It's a hundred freaking ninety-two degrees in Vegas outside, and and the and the parents and I'm like, they're all had to take a shot or whatever. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> and then the parents, what do you mean, like? Wayne Gretzky like in Canada, he played on the, on the pond. I'm like, I oh, know mm-hmm. not in the summer, yeah. it's the pond. It's a, it's a freaking take a week. It's off, a river. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a, it's water. Like there's no <laughs> freaking pond. And it's not, Wayne Gretzky played baseball,
0: like, you know what I mean? All
1: summer long. And I'm like, and I get in arguments and, and the guy got back in my face and he's like, oh, so you, you're saying my son would be better today at the water slides. He would be better hockey player. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah actually. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Being at the water slides as a 12-year-old would make him a better player.
0: Yes. Doing this every day like because that just makes you hate you it.
1: You, exactly. You take the fun away from it now. And it's like, anyway, all I'm trying to say is get back to that reset of the break. and yep. And it doesn't matter if you're a professional hockey player in the National Hockey League or you're a 12-year-old kid living in Vegas. It helps you. It helps you breathe. And that's why we make fun. We make jokes about the All-Star game. And... Somewhere, somehow, they also have that break there. So, I mean, Mac and Kale, and you know uh, who else is going? Georgiev. They're gonna somewhere, somehow. They're getting a break too. There's a reason you know? every professional sports league has an off season. <laughs> exactly. So, but I think even though those guys are going the All-Star game, they will get a reset. You know, what they I mean? should get uh, some they'll, days. They'll to get least, some days. Yeah. And, and then, you know, obviously get back here. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, Ben Nair and the crew will, will give them maybe an extra day or whatever it is. <laughs> but um, those guys will be ready to go. They're yep. not going to tax their their bodies at the All-Star game. It's not really, I mean.
0: <laughs> thankfully, they didn't have to tax themselves too much tonight. I exactly. so.
1: I looked at the minutes. Like, Mac played 19 minutes. Yeah. And, you know, that that is something that is awesome. It's easy when you have a four-goal lead. I mean, that's yeah, of course. things are like that. But, you know, anyway, all this to say that This break comes at a great time. It's awesome. It's important that they just take time away, time off. Uh, I'm not saying that some guys won't skate. That that would be a lie. You know what I mean? So I'm sure they'll... They'll find a well, way. There's yeah. rules with the league and everything, and well, whatever it is, I'm it, not too all sure. All the league rules are like you yeah. can't have an organized you can't practice have with the coach practice, or whatever. Can't have that, but, can't have, but I'm sure if a bunch of dudes happen to show up at a hey, ring, hey, dang. Hey, like Zach Parisi, I don't think he's gonna take a week off. Right? <laughs> probably you know I mean? not. Like, yeah. Probably not. He's probably gonna his butt over here, try to figure out what he's gonna do. I have kids. I have why? You know, am I coming by myself? Where am I staying? What am I doing? You know. So, I think he's gonna take the week to to get himself organized and.
0: He had his break. He had his last three, four months yep. break, yep. so he's good. And then we'll be back on the other side to to find out what that even looks like. So, yep. Okay. Uh, let's get to the Super Chats. We got $10 from Cody who says, Tate McRae for All-Star Game. Yeah. Megan's not here. She's the big Tate McRae fan, so she might pop off is. about her. I don't really know much about her. I'm not a big music guy either. My, so. my, my Max, my son, loves her. I know. like Tate McRae too. There we go. Tiff can be so. the Tate McRae fangirl on the show. I'm all here for the All-Star Game trying stuff. I'll put it that yeah. way. So, should be fun. Uh, and then $5 from Banks who says, late night love from Charlotte. Feeling better and better about it, about this team. Just add a 2C. Wish y'all could take over PNC in Raleigh with me. Yeah, that's a, that'd be a long trip for us, for sure, to get out to North Carolina. Yeah. But, uh, maybe someday. Who knows? It could happen. For sure. Uh, that'd be a long bus oh, trip. Oof. Cross-country bus trip right there. I'll tell you some of
1: the best times I had though is in the miners with those bus a sleeper bus. Sure. Oh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> Pranking
0: everybody on the no, bus. It's
1: fun, like you know what <laughs> I mean. Like you're with the fellas and you're like, ah, oh, I'm gonna lay down. So you have a good little cozy spot. And you lay down and you're on an 18-hour bus ride. Like it goes
0: by quick. It's fun. Nice. I'm, I'm jealous of that feeling. I hate traveling. So, well, yeah. no, it's that's the way to do it. <laughs> sleeper bus. That's all I got. Any uh
1: any final thoughts, Eric? No, I think this was fun. It was fun to be with uh, you know, yeah. Everybody at the game and and on the bus and the bus was rocking, the 90s music was
0: a little uh in sync, a little Backstreet Boys. That's right. A little Backstreet Boys. All right. It's the good stuff.
1: Um, it was fun. No, no. It was uh it was a good time. I think the Abs are You can't ask for more right now from them. You know what I mean? Is it no, perfect? Don't. No, but it's it's near perfect. They're, they're seven I mean, and two in their last nine. Come on. It, it's tough to ask more of their top end guys. They're you know, they've dealt with injuries the right way this year so far. They've they you know, and then again, there's 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 unknowns now still with Gabe, there's unknowns still with, with Val, who knows what's gonna happen there. And then and then you always have the trade deadline, something to look forward to 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 make yourself better. Yep. Right? You know what I mean? The to, to better yourself. So I think there's this going to be an interesting and a fun give-and-take 30 games here, 33, whatever it is, and um, 33. Yeah. I think that they're, they're, they're gearing themselves up for a nice
0: ride, and I think it's going to be an interesting spring, and it's going to be exciting. The one guy you really wanted to see more of, Georgiev heads into the All-Star break with a 900, a 920, and a 960 or whatever it was tonight. Perfect. Hard not to feel super good. Perfect. Uh, Late super chat here saying it's the Roaring Twenties line 2025-28. I'm not calling it that. I don't like it. Deal with it. (laughs) Thank you, though, Joe. We appreciate it. (laughs) Uh, We are off this weekend, so our first two days in a row break in like a million years, it feels like. Uh, But we will be back Monday through Friday, all of the All-Star break week, so... Join us for our off-day pods. I think we'll be doing a mailbag one day, so get your questions ready. We'll have a ton of fun stuff. Come join us here on the YouTube for that. Or if you are an audio listener, you listen to us on your way into work or something like that, we're on Spotify too, so you can get the podcast version as well. Uh, That's it. We are done. The bar is shutting down. We appreciate y'all. It's almost tomorrow. Eric's got to drive home. Tough one, bud. Uh, my drive's not short either, to be honest with That's you. That's right. But. <laughs> we appreciate you guys, and we will talk to you on Monday.